Okay, welcome. Raise your inner game today. This is David Levin. Mental Game Monday for Monday, June 28th. Interesting sort of week. Small, normal sort of stuff, but a pretty good amount of normal little items. <laughs> so, what was pulling me down this week? And what sort of things were lifting me up? So here's one. Uh, it's just about a week old now. But last week, uh, our daughter went off on a summer, you know, rafting, camping type trip. It was great for her. And I don't even remember if I mentioned this last time, but I noticed during the day, overnight, the next morning, I was like, gosh, I actually miss her. Like in a real physical, sort of emotional way. And... I mean, it's not a surprise, but I, I was a little bit surprised, and I just thought of how a good an example that is of sort of a high-gravity trigger. Not super high, just kind of normal range, but again, the idea is there's something that's weighing on you, and it was just like that. It was like a small, uh, low-grade grief. It's just kind of there. It just makes everything else feel... A little bit harder and it it, it takes away some of your uh, margin of error or if you want to think of it another way the threshold between where you normally are and how frustrating or difficult something has to be for you to react badly to it well that gets much narrower as the gravity picks up you know like if you're super tired you're super short-tempered right it's that kind of thing so this low level of grief it wasn't a big thing but it I thought it was worth mentioning because it was in a good illustration of this. I was feeling it. It was kind of weighing on me there. Like if I if something else comes up I have to deal with, I have this background sense of, oh gosh, I'm already dealing with a certain amount of stuff. So it just adds to the weight. And that was it. It all worked out fine, of course. She came back and everything was good. <laughs> but I did miss her. That was interesting. Another sort of a funny one, just a huge computer hell problem this week. Uh, one day my computer was getting a little glitchy. And all of a sudden, I had to restart it. And when I restarted it, like a lot of things were missing. Like I opened up my mail app on my Mac, and there was nothing there. Like all my mail. It acted like I was opening it for the very first time. Welcome to mail. And it was importing my messages, like 35,000 messages. It ended up fine, but there was a period there where I was like, oh, geez. I can't even imagine having lost all those. Um, also, I don't know if you use a Mac or not, but it memorizes your passwords if you use Safari. I went to go into my passwords file. All my memorized passwords were gone. I was thinking, this is going to be an absolute nightmare. Worked out. Things came back over time. I found ways to do them, but whew, that was weighing on me for a little bit. Here's another one. My dessert appetite has really just gone out of control. I have just been eating more and more and more. And last night it just felt like it, you know, with, uh, with, you know, with true addictions like alcoholism and stuff, they talk about hitting bottom. This is sort of a, a small version of hitting bottom. I think hitting bottom probably could be defined as you hit a point where it snaps you out of the trend. You're like, okay, this is just too much. This is just too much. So anyway, I hit that, and it's happened many times in my life, but I think I hit it again last night. So the flip side, the positive side of that is this morning I woke up and um, put on my calendar, no desserts. It shouldn't be so hard, but uh, 
Anyway, we won't get into all what makes it hard, but I have these incredible cravings for some sort of dessert after dinner, even if I'm full, even if I just had another dessert. Oh, I need another one now. And uh, I hit that wall last night and woke up this morning and made a pledge. So hopefully by this time next week, I'll be able to say, nope, been good. No dessert all week. I've been really good with my physical activity. I've had a good stretch of getting out. You know, I just I run, run a little bit and I walk and just stuff like that. And uh, I've had a really good period that I feel good about with that. But my diet, my desserts have been just out of control. Ridiculous. So um, bad and good involved in that one. And, you know, the bad of that, I probably don't have to tell you, but there's several levels to it. But the biggest one, I think, is just the self-esteem. You know, you watch yourself do something that is just, you just so disagree with. You know, you know you don't want it. You don't need it. You know it's it's a weakness. And uh, you do it anyway, and you just, it just cuts at you, right? It just really does. And then there's the whole physicality of it, at least in this particular thing of eating. Uh, you feel heavy, you feel bloated. All of a sudden, you feel like your clothes don't fit. And all of that's just, pure negative, and yet you keep doing it. <laughs> um, fortunately, it's not so bad. I mean, it's not that hard for me to break it when I decide to. So I'm optimistic for the week, but that one's been weighing on me for a while. So I'm glad to be taking that uh, face on. Here's, oh, I have to tell you this story. This is not actually for me, but it's such a good example of something that would be uh, a high gravity moment that I wanted to share you. This is a guest uh, event. <laughs> Uh, I'll try and make this not too long. So basically, uh, my wife and our uh, cousins, the family, the moms and the daughters were going on a camping trip and planning ahead, decided they were going to take their car and throw a topper on there. Uh, They unfortunately didn't have crossbars to mount that topper to yet. So Joe was going to go out and he did this. He took some wood and some clamps and made some great crossbars and put the topper on there. And this is all the day before they were going to go. And he told me this story. He said, here's the worst part of it. So we're driving home. I'm in our other car. Jana's in the car with the topper. All the way home, I'm saying to myself, I should pull into the garage because if I don't, they will. And I'm not sure that topper is going to make it in there. But by the time he got home, his attention had drifted. He habitually pulled off to the other side. Janet came in behind him, pulled into the garage, smashed the topper on the top of the garage, and ruined it. Broke it. Couldn't use it. <laughs> Had to uh, call up us in the evening of the night before the trip and say, hmm, can we maybe take your car instead? Oh, I just pictured myself in that position. And I would have just, I like I said to him, I imagine there was much swearing involved. And he said, no, he's cooler than I am. (laughs) But, oh, my God, what a story. That one just, mm, I mean, it makes you laugh, but it just hurts, too, because, I mean, there's, oh, there's many pieces of it. But this did strike me. Now and then, it doesn't happen that often, but now and then something you care about gets broken. It dies. It, you know, it actually happens. You lose it. You break it. It's gone. And that's its own sort of painful feeling of loss and frustration. Anyway, oh man, that story. That was a good one. And then here's my last one for the week. Are you ready? So uh, 
another the camping trip was over this last weekend, and uh, our dog's been acting kind of strange for the last three or four days. Like she's asking to go out, I think, but we go out, she doesn't do anything, and I've just been like, I don't know what's going on with her, but you know, it's been going on. So they get back last night, and everything's fine. It seems everything's fine. This morning, Margaret had to go to work, so I'm sleeping in. I wake up. The dog wakes me up, and she's clearly wanting to do something. I'm like, oh, geez, come on. She just went out. I know she went out because she goes out right before Margaret goes to work. But okay, fine. I get up, take her out. Again, nothing. I come back in. I'm annoyed by the whole thing. And I think, I don't know. And I even checked downstairs. I walked down to the basement to see if maybe she had gone to the bathroom in the basement because she used to do that when we first got her. She would go downstairs, but it's been a long time, a year or more since she's done that. I thought, oh, it's clear. I don't get it. So I go back upstairs. I'm having breakfast. I'm hanging out. I have a call, do a video call at 9 o'clock. At 10 to 9, I come in just in time to get set up and get ready for the call. And there is dog diarrhea all over my rug in my office. So she had come to the basement, but I hadn't come looking far enough. So, I mean, you know, that's just a very unpleasant thing to come across. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And I've got this sort of patterned Persian-looking rug down here, and it's got some of that color in it. So, I mean, you just got to watch out for just stepping in it because you can't necessarily see it. It's a nightmare. And then I have this call at 9 o'clock. I don't even have time to clean it up. So I get on this call. And I'm going like 90 minutes in this call, just sitting, you know, within 12 inches of this poop on the floor next to me, smelling it. Oh, it's just gross. It's awful. Now, I have to say, I'm laughing now. Um, and so, of course, the call gets over, and now i got to start cleaning it up, and that's it's just disgusting. Oh, my goodness. But it actually didn't get me as much as it might have. I mean, I know there's nothing she's doing on purpose, the dog. I know there's nothing she's done about it. I just was able to be fairly stoic about it. Although I have shared the story with a few people. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So that was my list of, uh, of gravity items this week. Let me share a few. I already shared some of the positive ones, I guess. Like, for example, the flip side of the diet thing that I'm all committed now to, to uh, break my dessert thing this week. And actually, that's going to be a really good thing. We'll talk about that more next week, probably. Here's a little one. Earlier this week... Um, we, for a party we had recently, moved our ping pong table from our basement out into our driveway. And we have a portico out there, put the ping pong table out there. Kind of a fun idea. Not using it much. But the other night we were having dinner on our front porch. And after dinner, uh, Margaret and Peter went over and played some ping pong. And it just lit me up to watch them play because they were just having so much fun. You know, it was just this lovely thing. I've always loved it when... Uh, we have game night, you know, and the parents play games with the kids. It changes the dynamics so much. It makes it so much more interesting and energetic and fun. And you see each other in a different way. But watching them play ping pong was just really, really great. It's hard to describe, but they were kind of, you know, kidding each other back and forth and being kind of competitive. And it was just lovely. But, and I mentioned it again, it's a classic level four trigger. It wasn't a big thing. It wasn't a planned thing. It wasn't something I intended to go do. I just came across this in my life. I was like, oh, man, that really lit me up. That was lovely. There's one other little one I want to mention, and then we can be done. This is a small thing, 
but it's a perfect example of a lift. So I wanted to tell you about it. I have a typical sort of breakfast sandwich I've been making myself for, I want to say, months now. I get into a habit with things like that, and I'll do that. I'll have the same thing over and over. So it's sort of like a typical egg muffin, but good. You know, it's at home. I've got my English muffin, my gluten-free English muffin. And I've been using two eggs for that. And it's almost it's almost comical, really, because the eggs, I make them as much of a small circle as I can, but it's still like the size of a pancake. And it's just hanging out of like an inch and a half or two inches around, all the way around this muffin. It works fine, but it looks a little funny. Um, and I'm fine with it. I got no complaints about it. I don't feel bad about it at all. But one morning recently, this week, I was making that. I was about to put the egg in the pan, and I said to myself, huh, what if I just had one egg today? <laughs> and I thought about it, and there was that struggle back and forth. Oh, no, but you need two. No, one's fine. I had one egg with my breakfast sandwich that day. That is quite the victory. Here's why it's a victory. If you know the book or the material, you'll get it. But it was actually a classic lift, meaning right in the moment. This tiny little moment goes by so fast. I had the impulse to go one way. Let's try one egg. I had all this resistance. And it was actually pretty significant resistance to that. Nope, you got to have two eggs. And it's resistance from all the levels. There's the intellectual one. There's just sort of the, the physical craving of it, the habitual craving of it. There's the emotional, oh, you're not, you're going to be coming up short. You're going to be somehow deprived of what you need. <laughs> and then I said, nope, I'm having that one. And I'll tell you what, this is no joke. As small as that was, oh, and by the way, the benefits of that, the main one is that it wakes you up in the moment. It snaps you out of that impulsive, addictive, unconscious sort of behavior. Even though it's the smallest thing like that, it has that effect and you can feel it right away. I made note of it. I felt it. I you know, made note to talk to you about it. And then, of course, the other thing is that these little moments, because they're so small, this is how we develop and strengthen our will over time and strengthen our impulse control. It's through starting to notice these and practicing them intentionally. But anyway, I don't think it's a coincidence that two days ago, I had that little lift moment. And within about 36 hours, I decided I'd had enough of this dessert track I've been on lately. They're really powerful. So, and I like to talk about lifts because uh, throughout the book, you know, the feedback I've heard since the book was out and the workshops I've done and stuff, it's pretty clear to me that lifts, people don't generally get what lifts are really about on the first pass. So it's fun to talk about them. Anyway, <laughs> that's my report for the week. Quite a mix of things. The one that's most noticeable on my mind right now, again, is the dog diarrhea in dad's office. And then on the other side is the pending week dessert-free week. My solution, by the way, besides just the reminder on my calendar, is gum. I'm going to have gum after dinner, and when I have the impulse to have dessert, my answer is going to be, you're having gum for dessert. And we'll see how that goes, and we'll report it to you <laughs> next week. That's my report for the week. I hope you're enjoying your summer, and I hope you have a wonderful week, and we'll talk again next week. Bye. 